3: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Better Than (laughs) Never.
0: Ah, shit. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The
3: horniest just went up
0: to like 11.
3: Good afternoon. Good evening. I'm just going to turn this down. We're going to get started. It's late. It's 8 o'clock as I'm starting to record. We just got back from the nation. Annual planning meetings. I'm going to get into that. In a second, I will give you an update on what we've got going on. I won't bore you, though. Don't worry about that. <laughs> going to get started with a shout-out to the audio department. Of course, they are the ones that help me make this sound a little better. Go check out theaudiodepartment.ca. Book some studio time. You can record a podcast just like this one. You record an album. If you're more talented than me, you can do whatever you want. The audio department is there to help you. Theaudiodepartment.ca is where you go to get that advice. So, I'm a little late today. Normally, the podcast would be out by now, but... It is for good reason. We were doing our nation planning event at the Overlander Lodge just outside of Hinton. I guess right before the Jasper Gates is where we were. And normally when we do these two-day meetings, and it's a two-day meeting where we kind of look back at the year that was and plan for the year that's coming, and it was really good. We got to stay at the Overlander Lodge. If you haven't heard of it before, I beg of you to check it out. It was a beautiful facility. Our cabin was awesome. It was great. All the amenities were fantastic. Thanks to the staff for being super cool. The food was great. The restaurant was fantastic. All around great time at the Overlander Lodge. But we were there for two days. Normally when we do that, we're at, uh, shit, I can't remember what it's called. It's a place on the West End or the South Side anyway, not West End. Southside, and normally we're in the city, but this time Jay decided that we were gonna do this, take it off site, go somewhere else, just kind of get out of our element little team bonding bonding amongst the management team uh we're all- i mean we all get along really well, anyway it's a different experience when you're doing it somewhere else, and it's just kind of all of us locked in a room, nose to the grindstone, getting things done so it was just a really good, good couple of days. Down in Hinton, we got a lot done. We did a lot of we. Well, first of all, thanks to all of you that are listening to this and reading the websites and buying merch and coming to events. We had a very, very strong 2023. I know there's still you know three and a half months left to go, but because of you, we had a very strong year in 2013. And coming up in 2013, well, what's left of 2013 and 2014, we've got a lot coming down the pipe. So if you're a fan of Vilt Withers Nation live shows of the podcast, we are going to have more shows for you this year. Obviously, the Sports 1440 partnership has already kicked off. You're watching Gregor on our YouTube page. Go check that out. We're going to have a lot more coming. You know, we're going to have a lot more stuff coming down the pipe and we're going to upgrade the stuff that we're already doing. You're going to see new set designs. You're going to see new um, just new graphics on everything. You're going to see new deliveries of everything. You're going to see us pushing really hard to get subscriptions up on our YouTube page. By the way, <clears throat> by the way, if you subscribe to the Oilers Nation YouTube channel, which you absolutely should, that's where all our live shows go, the podcast, if you don't listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this right now, you can just go listen to it on YouTube if you want it. It's there in full. Um, but if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Oilers Nation YouTube channel, just search Oilers Nation in the search bar, you'll find us. If we get to thirty thousand subscriptions by the trade deadline, so that's going to be what? Early March, first week of March, late February, somewhere around there. Right now we're at sixteen two, so we got we basically have to double in the span of well, what is that? Six months. Tyler Yeremchuk, my boy, I love this dude. Has agreed to do a boudoir shoot now if you don't know what a boudoir shoot is hey, 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 hey. let me
2: explain what a boudoir shoot is this is more my speed than yours my friend listen what we're gonna get tyler to do is he's gonna wear his sexiest undies or maybe we're even gonna buy him something special that he can wear for the event and then we'll bring in a professional photographer and we'll take some sassy pictures of him Sassy and sexy, but tasteful and awesome. It's going to be so hot. Oh, my God.
3: All right, Satan. Well, Satan's excited about it. Uh, You should be, too, because I think this idea is hilarious. First of all, when Tyler agreed to do this, when he said, yeah, I'm in at 30,000 subs, if we can do it by the trade deadline, I don't know if he did the mental math that if we push this as hard as we can, we can get there. You know? So go subscribe. I want nothing more. Than to see Tyler do a boudoir shoot. Nothing more. It'd be hilarious. Maybe we make a charity calendar out of it. Maybe you can have sassy, sexy Tyler hanging up in your kitchen. Who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want that? Anyway, so that came out of the planning meetings. In case you're wondering if it's all serious business on the nation planning meetings. No, no, no. We got to have some shenanigans mixed in there too. And of course, I love Tyler for being a good sport and offering to do this. Completely ridiculous, but damn it, I need to see it. I need to see it now. So go subscribe to our YouTube page. That's the first thing I want to tell you. The second thing I want to tell you is that for those of you who won hoodies just by doing the review contest that I was doing over the last little weeks, a few weeks, I've got everybody's stuff now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a couple more quotes done. (laughs) I like, I, you know, candidly admit it is going to cost your old boy a little bit of money here. Um, I'm going to get a couple of quotes done. And then I'm going to put in the order probably next week when I get back from Vancouver. I'm going to Vancouver tomorrow. Me and the missus are going to go check out the sights and the scenes and the smells. Are you going to see
2: me? Oh my God, I live in Vancouver. I didn't know you were coming here and I get so excited when we get to hang out.
3: Quads, I'm hoping that we're able to hang out, buddy. But I'm only there for a few days. And if I can't see you, it's not because I don't want to. It's just because this is supposed to be a little bit of a vacation, a little bit of a Uh, Decompress a little bit of an unplug before the season starts, you know.
1: But I would get so sad.
2: (laughs) The idea of you ignoring me, even if you're in my city, breaks my
3: heart. I'm gonna try my best, squads. I told you, I'd love to take you out for dinner. I'd love to go to a Vancouver Canadians game if we can swing it, you know. But I've got limited time, and if it doesn't happen, we shouldn't feel bad about it. But I want it. I know you do, buddy. We'll try and figure it out. Anyway, back to the annual meetings, or back to the hoodies. I am going to be ordering those ASAP, so I'm hoping to have them shipped out by, you know, it's September 13th today. I'm hoping by the start of the season, first week of October, I'll have everything received, uh, hopefully sooner than that. I I just don't know. We'll see. Um, cause it's really a small run of hoodies and it's probably not going to be prioritized all that much, but I'm hoping by the start of October, everybody's going to have a fresh BLTN hoodie that you won again. Thank you so much for leaving the reviews. I've already seen a bump in the algorithm. That's just the reality. So thank you for helping me out with that. It is very, very nice of you. And I just want to give back a little bit. So those hoodies are going to be ordered ASAP. I'm going to do another one of these as well. It worked really well. So I'm going to do another one. It's got to give me a, a little bit of time to, uh, you know, financially recover. Right? Right. Anyway, those are coming. Watch out for them. I've got everybody's address. I've got everybody's sizes. We're all going to look sharp together. And then the only thing I ask is once you get the hoodie, just send me pictures. Got it. But well, we'll deal with that down the line. Once they're all ho- uh, ordered and update or all ordered and received, I will give you guys updates as needed. But until then. Let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by SYC Brewing. SYCbrewing.com. Go check them out. Check out their wares. Get something delicious. Beer, ciders, merch. Buy somebody a gift card. Who doesn't want a beer gift card? Of course. Clock out lager. That's what I'm going to be enjoying as soon as I I finish this. Let my mind relax. Ah, com. First thing I'm going to start with is Adam Earn. Signed a PTO with the Oilers uh, yesterday. Time's a flat circle right now. Yesterday, Monday, wherever it was. Adam Earn signed a PTO with the Oilers to come in. So that's three PTOs. Of course, we've got Brandon Sutter. we got our beloved Sam Ghani. Now we've got Adam Earn. The... Uh, I guess he is the second round pick from 2013, 33rd overall last played with the Detroit Red Wings last year in 61 games. He had eight goals, 10 assists for 18 points. Also spent a little bit of time down with the Grand Rapids Griffins. They had nine games played down there. We got five assists. This one is just, uh, I, I I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know where he fits. He is a 28 year old. He's six foot one. He's listed at two 11. He's a left winger. He shoots left. I feel like we have a lot of them on the left podium, the left orium so we'll see. At the very, very least, it adds more competition in a training camp, and that's ultimately important, right? That's what we all want to see. More competition, more people fighting for jobs, and Adam Earn is going to try and get one, and we'll see how he does. We'll see how he does. The Oilers now have three PTOs coming to camp. Did you guys see the uh, the Coyotes PTO list from yesterday or maybe today? They basically PTOed everybody. They did what Tyler Remchuk always says to do. PTO everyone, including uh, Ula Levy. Man, what a bust that guy turned out to be. I mean, allegedly, in my opinion, of course, you know, uh, moving on from Adam Mern, I wish you best of luck, sir. You know, he played four seasons in Detroit, a couple seasons in Tampa, three seasons in Tampa. So he's going to come into camp at a little competition. Moving on. The other thing I wanted to check in on was Vinny DeHarnay did an interview on the sick podcast. And I want to I want to highlight one specific quote about Conor McDavid. Um, we know that there's, with Vinny, it's, it's, he's a rookie, right? Last year he was a rookie, and like a lot of rookies, he had some ups and downs. And we also know, based on some other interviews he did, like he did one with Gregor earlier in the summer, where he talked about how he can be incredibly hard on himself, and that's understandably so. You're a pro athlete, you're proud, you want to be the best you possibly can be when you fuck up, it hurts. I get that. But one quote that stuck out was when he went up to Connor McDavid to apologize about a mistake that he made that ended up in the back of the net, ultimately felt like he could have prevented it, got a minus 1 on the board. And here is the interesting part about it was Connor's response and I loved it all the way around. I loved it from first of all Vinny going up and saying, "Oh man, that's my bad." Accountability. I like the accountability there. But then Connor's response. And I quote I don't know what happened. There's a play we got scored on, and I probably could have stopped it, and Connor got a dash one. We all got a minus one, De'Arnais said. And so after the game, I went to see him, and I'm like, hey, man, sorry, that was a bad pass on me. That dash one is on me. I'm sorry, dude. Connor turned around. He said, he turned around, looked at me, and said, dude, I don't care about the stats. I just want to fucking win. For DRNA, that response, first of all, it took him aback, but then it also made it, it, motivated him to work even harder. And I quote, I'm like, all right, got it, captain. You know, I was like, that's awesome. That's what I want to hear. And I was so fired up. Connor is quietly turning into the leader we all hoped he would be. You know, he's going to tell you what you need to hear. Maybe not necessarily what you want to hear. And I absolutely loved that quote from Vinny Desharnay. I just thought it was really, really cool. And it just shows that Connor McDavid is developing into not just a fantastic hockey player. We all know that. But behind the scenes, it really, really seems and feels like he's starting to put it all together. Changing years again, I want to mention my boy Tyler. He's doing the 10 biggest storylines of the season leading into the 2023 2024 NHL season. So far, there are th- at the time of recording, this was Wednesday night, he's got three up so far. One is breakout forwards. Like, who is going to. Take a step forward this year. Is it going to be Ryan McLeod? Is it going to be Dylan Holloway? You know, there's some options of some guys who, you know, maybe they didn't have the season they wanted, or maybe they had an okay year, or maybe this is just the next step in their progression, but that's very, very exciting. The second one is Connor, uh, Connor Brown's upside. We all are fascinated to see what happens with Connor Brown in his first season with the Oilers. I am too. I gave my official prediction of a sixty-five point season for Connor Brown, I did that this morning on aWeatherStation Go read random thoughts to get the full story on that one. I, I I have met twenty-five goals and forty assists. You know, I think that he's going to have the opportunity to play with either Connor or Leon. He's going to get an opportunity to cash in checks on tap ins. He never had that before, and I've got a big, big, high hopes for Connor Brown's season. I think sixty-five points sounds right. It feels right. You know, I think of Zach Hyman when he came over from Toronto. Up until his time in Edmonton, Zach Hyman was never a point-per-game player. He was always a great player. He had the engine that everybody loves to talk about, but he turned into a different animal when he was here. In Toronto, if you remember, his career high was 41 points, and he scored that in 2018-19. His first season in Edmonton, he had 54 points, was the new career high, including a 27-goal season. And then this past year, 83 goals, thirty or, uh, sorry, 83 points, Whew, 83 goals. Could you imagine? Mama! 36 goals, 47 assists for 83 points. And of course, we remember that he had 55 goals called back this season. So he would have easily had a 40-goal season with a little bit of luck. My point here is that Connor Brown has that same opportunity to do the same thing in his first year in Edmonton. The other thing I want to talk about is the Young Stars tourney is coming up in Penticton. Of course, that's the prospects from the Oilers, the Flames, the Canucks. You get it. We will have our own Bruce Kerlock there covering the event for us. So watch out for some content coming in from Bruce. That's very, very exciting. Over at CA, Chris Faber will be there representing Canucks Army, and then a Flames Nation, Ryan Pike will be there. Do I get to go? No, Quads, you don't get to go this time. I've got you doing other things. You're very, very busy.
4: But I want
3: it. You can't have it this time, buddy. You do good work, though. Thank you. The other thing that I want to mention... Really quickly, shout out to the nurses that welcomed their second baby this week. How many Oilers babies are there now? Matias Ekholm had one. A fresh baby, that is. Nuge, of course, had his fresh baby. Darnell Nurse just had his second baby. There are babies everywhere. I feel like this is the season we are going to have so many adorable Baby and Stanley Cups photos coming out in June, July, when the boys get their day with the cup. Of course, I am assuming that the Edmonton Oilers are going to win. Why wouldn't they? You know? Why wouldn't they? So, congratulations to the nurses. It's a handsome couple, and that is a lovely growing family as well. And then the other big story that how could we not talk about it a little bit was Mike Babcock on Spit and Chicklets Biz. Uh, Paul Bisnett said he heard from a player who's with the Jackets that he. Yeah you know I'm- whoops i'll play that in a second so here from a player that essentially if you don't know the story mike Bob babcock was asking players for their phone putting their pictures up like via airplay onto the tv in his office because he wants to know what they're up to that's essentially the story i'm paraphrasing a little bit but it's just can this guy just not get out of his own way again allegedly in my opinion if it's true It's totally true. You know that guy's doing all
2: that shit. Wasn't he accused of kicking people before? I thought he made... Did he make Mitch Marner tell him all the players on his team that he felt sucked? And then he went and told those players that Mitch thought he sucked. Something like that. So that is totally tracking for this guy.
3: Anyway, so the interesting part about it is everybody's talked about this. But over at Leafs Nation, Leafs Morning Take with... Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. They talked about this today. And Rosie has some connections to Mike Babcock. And I just wanted to play a quick clip here so you could hear Rosie's take on what happened in Columbus.
5: Very close to him in Saskatchewan. And I asked him how it was going. He said, the guy's a prick, man. He barely shows up. He dumps all the work on... The people that shouldn't be doing it he's arrogant as could be and he's only there to say hey look at me giving back to the community give me a chance in the nhl again he said that verbatim face to face it's not a rumor that's how he acted in saskatchewan where you know how many how many things do you got to see how many red flags have to come up before you just call a spade a spade i mean there's so many good people in the world of hockey this does not come up with any of them yet this guy just can't stay away from it the writing's on the wall. This guy's a prick, and he seems to always be one. And and whether everything that's ever said about him is deserved or not, this guy's a problem. I don't think we're going to see him for a long time. I know someone that's very, very
3: worked very close. And that to is him. a clip plan over again. But anyway, there's Jay Rosehill's thoughts coming from somebody that worked with, allegedly worked with Babcock in Saskatchewan. It is just. He hasn't even coached a game yet back with the Blue Jackets and this is already coming out. Hilarious. Guy can't get out of his own way. It is one of the wildest stories to me that this dude was one of the most sought after coaches. Do you remember when Toronto hired him and they were following the jet around? It was the whole thing. He just can't get out of his way. I don't get it. That's how we're wrapping up the news. The news is brought to you by that's why brewing. Hello. Hello, both. Would you like a beer? Okay. Can I introduce you in a clock out lager? That's Go check it out. Got it. Good, good, good. I want to talk about a little bit of betting because when Jay Tyler and I are together, which we were at the nation retreat. You know the betting talk is coming out. And first of all, before I get to what we did while we were down at the retreat in just outside of Hinton, I want to just make sure that you guys are reading my future odds. If you're into betting, of course. If betting is the kind of thing that you're into, you're 19 plus and can do so responsibly, check out Betway. I promise you're going to enjoy them. But I put together my ongoing series looking ahead at the upcoming season. This past one that I did yesterday was for the Western Conference champions. And I thought it was interesting because... Right now, the Colorado Avalanche, according to the book, and of course, we know that this doesn't mean anything about what happens on the ice, but it's interesting because it's where people are putting their money. Colorado Avalanche are currently favored to win the Western Conference at plus 350. The Edmonton Oilers are second up on that list at plus 400. Doesn't make you excited. Like, Just as an aside here. Doesn't it make you excited to see the Oilers at the top of everyone's list in terms of who they think is going to go far in the league or win the Rocket Richard or win the Art Ross Trophy or win the fucking Stanley Cup? It's fantastic. Anyway, I get excited about it. Again, I know that it's just the sports book placing their odds or putting their odds down, but I just find it fantastic. So again, Colorado Avalanche plus 350. They are the favorites. Edmonton Oilers second place at plus 400. The Stanley Cup champ Vegas Golden Knights are in third at plus 500. Dallas Stars plus 750. The LA Kings, of course, they are turning into one of the Oilers more formidable rivals lately. They're a plus 800 to round out the top five. Want to know where the flames are?
2: Nobody wants to know what the Flames are. Quite frankly, they give Flames a bad name. Here I am, down in hells, warm and cozy. We're partying. We're having daiquiris. We're having margaritas. We are honoring Jimmy Buffett on the daily. And then there they are in Calgary, making my Flames, my aesthetic look bad and weak. I hate it.
3: All right. The Calgary Flames are plus 1,200. Nobody believes they're going to do anything. The Minnesota Wild plus 1300, Seattle Kraken plus 1500, the Jets of Winnipeg plus 2000. Speaking about the Jets, what about the Aaron Rodgers, man? <laughs> what the fuck? We were watching that game together and uh, we stopped because Tyler's a massive Bills fan. By the way, if you haven't seen the picture I put of Tyler after the Bills lost that game, the Monday Night Football game, you got to go see it. It's hilarious. It's on my Twitter, Um, But the Aaron Rodgers story is madness. The hype was there. Jets fans were feeling good. He got four snaps in before popping his Achilles. You could see it in his calf. It just went blah, blah, blah. Something like that. He's out for the year. Wild story. Could you have bet on that? I wouldn't have bet on it, but, you know, sometimes you like to bet. Going back to the retreat one more time, I want to talk about the bet that we all tried to do. So, again, when Tyler, Jay, and myself, and sales guy Jared when we're together, we're, we're always talking about a little bet, a couple of shekels here, a couple of shekels there. We wanted to do a squad bet on the Jays because they are facing the Texas Rangers. This is arguably one of the biggest series of their season. What happens? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Huh
6: that's what happened
3: we all lost our money and there's nothing more deflating than a squad bet that is basically over by the time what the fourth inning is around the third inning needless to say it was not the best squad bet that we've ever done but the joy we had along the way made up for it at least a little bit Thankfully, we are all 19 plus and could do so responsibly. You checked in with our friends at Betway. I encourage you to do the same if you are in to putting a couple of nickels down on sports to make it a little bit more exciting. You know what I mean? The point is, if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I just shouldn't bet on baseball. That's what I've learned. Anytime I bet on baseball, I make myself look like an asshole. And uh, I mean, that's just the way it goes. You know, it's just the way it goes.
0: You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy.
3: For Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, it is time for the righteous sack beating. Of course, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals are an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oil field disciplines specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, fishing, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain full-time operating units in like Provost Weyburn and Kindersley. What are they all about? The tools you need for the job. What kind of tools do they got? <laughs>
5: I press
3: the wrong button,
5: this one is terrible. Oh, my
3: God. This one is awful. I wanted this one. Rental tools, fishing tools, drilling tools, coil tools, mills and bits, completion tools, any tools you need for any job. Trilogyrentals.ca. Man, that one button is awful. On the, on the Roadcaster, it says large robot, but... This does not sound like a
6: wrong.
3: Large robot. If I had an honorary righteous sack beating, that, is, that button is terrible. But I actually don't have anything this week, so I looked in the voicemail, and what did I see? Owen chimed in with a guest, righteous sack beating. I haven't heard this before, so we'll see if we even get through it. We'll see what Owen's mad about. We'll see what Trilogy Oilfield Rentals paid for this week, shall we?
6: Okay, I got an RSB. Sorry, I'm driving. I might cut it in and out talking here. It's Owen, by the way.
3: Owen, oh, that's going to be my RSB. If your fucking phone cuts in and out while I'm trying to play your voicemail as part of a sponsored segment, or a part of a key segment of the podcast, that is going to be my honorary RSB, both for your phone and your service provider. Anyway, back to you, Owen. Um,
6: so, yeah, my RSB is, um, the fuck is wrong with some females?
3: Um, <laughs> oh my we God. obviously
6: all know the story of what kind of happened.
3: If you don't know the story, we'll throw back to last week. I guess two weeks now. Owen thought he met the girl of his dreams. It was at a country show. Thought he met the girl of his dreams. Something to do with her dad, and she was leaving. Anyway, it didn't work out. Owen was bummed out. Left some messages in the voicemail to kind of walk through it. Frank is playing with his toy right behind me. If you can hear squeaking, that's what that is. But anyway, Owen was having a hard time with the ladies, and I guess he wants to rant about it.
6: Me and this girl. Um, But... Jeez, we're, we're still snapping, and it's probably not a very good idea. Alan.
3: What kind of snaps are there?
2: Let me know what kind of snaps they are. Do I get kind to of see them? Let's say you see them snaps. They disappear, but you know you screenshot a couple of them. You pass them on my way, all right? My part, I should probably stop, but that's
6: that's for me to fucking figure out. Um. She just sends me a picture with her hand covering her, um, I know Ben's listening to this, so I'll try and keep this PG-13, <laughs> um, <laughs> breast, we'll go with breast, with her <laughs> hand barely covering it, it's just full, then the next, the next snap, it's just a mirror pic with her full, um, butt, <laughs> um, <sighs> wearing a song. like what the what the fuck is, wow. is this a group snap is she just snapping this to me like what the fuck what, the, what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well that's a first That is a first. My boy Owen is confused about what's going on with the ladies. Of course, Owen is an 18-year-old young man. When I was 18 years old, Snapchat didn't exist, so these weren't opportunities for me. So I don't know what to say here exactly, except if you feel like you were getting the raw end of the deal here, Owen, you just got to cut it off. You just got to cut it off. Here's the thing, too, that I would say. She knows she's got you, at least in my opinion, based on the few details that I know. So I feel like she knows she's got you, and if you want to get away from that or break that cycle, it's going to be up to you, my man. And you know what they say, absence makes the heart grow fonder at times, or maybe she is sending all these snaps to a bunch of people. I don't know. Listen, Satan wants you to send me these snaps just so you can, uh,
2: I can, uh, 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 Evaluate the situation.
3: Satan, you need to pull it together. I
2: don't need to do shit.
3: Satan, I think you need to calm down. Quads, you stay out of this. Anyway, Owen, my advice for you would be, well, one, see it through, you know, see where they go, or two, shut it off because it sounds like you are getting uh, a little teasing that you're not quite prepared for. And I just want you to be mentally happy and okay and don't take it if it's upsetting you, all right? Arguably one of the weirdest RSBs ever, but uh, there you have it. The Adventures with Owen continues.
0: You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy.
5: <laughs> this is Captain Felton from Vancouver. On behalf of all listeners of Better Late Than Ever, Zol will of thousands. Get fucked.
3: Voicemail, brought to you by Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Of course, the Tenali has landed starting at 47190. You too can be driving in style. You want to you wanna get into the luxury market? The Tenali is exactly where you need to be. This SUV is sexy. Looking for something sportier. Why not jump into Stelvio? That's what I'm driving. It is the best. Got a bunch of voicemails to get through here, so we are just going to boot through them. We're just going to see where we get. Oh, Ari is up first. Now, if you forgot, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that Ari also had a breakup. We are getting into some weird situations here in the voicemail. I'm hoping there's some clarity with Ari. They got in a fight. I didn't know what it was about, but I was dying to know. Ari, what happened?
7: Okay, Um, I just... I'm sending this immediately after I listened to your podcast, so I might need multiple parts for this, but I'll try my best. That's okay. It's not what she found it's not what she found on my phone but it's what she knew was on my phone
3: right so there was something that was on Ari's phone but we didn't get the details and then the missus figured it out or found it or whatever happened and that ultimately led to the end of the relationship back to you Ari
7: it was okay so back in August we I I'll be honest I screwed up I did and we separated for a little bit and I was a wreck
3: what did you do you screwed up what does that mean Ari got so many
7: questions and i brought bumble back on my phone the dating app that's how we met by the way so yeah and i brought it back but the thing is i forgot it was on my phone and because i was trying so hard to fix things i just forgot it was there Mm -hmm. and
3: do we believe this you forgot bumble was on your phone I'd like to see the layout of your phone. How do you organize your apps? Now, my f- my app game, because obviously I work on my phone a lot, my organization of where everything's at is very specific and I keep it tight. No, you know, no matter where I'm at, I kind of have things just dialed in where quick access. I always know where stuff is on my phone. So... For me, I have a hard time buying it. I'm not saying I don't believe you are. I, I'm really not. But like for me, I have a hard time buying it just because that's not how I organize my phone. But I also have no idea how you organize your phone. Back to you. Her
7: friend in the past few days, her friend called her and said, "Hey, is this me? Because you saw my Bumble profile on on the thing, right?" And she called her and said, "Yeah, that's that's me, right?" So that's that's what she was mad about. That's what she was mad about.
3: Okay, so we've had we had the we're getting to the bottom of the situation now. Essentially, the friend is single and was on Bumble and she's cruising and then there's Ari. So Ari is there as an available single. What I want to know is, isn't there like a, um, isn't there like a last time logged in on those things? Like I used to be on Bumble. I met my misses on one of the dating apps too, but I just don't remember how they work. That was a couple of years ago now. I don't remember if there's like a last on two days ago or is it last on today or currently online or something like that. Is Isn't there, somebody explain it to me. Anyway, Ari. Message two. Okay, part two. So because
7: she thought that I was using Bumble, she got really mad, right? Fair. She thought I was not serious about her at all, and I was, like, playing her.
3: Yeah, because, I mean, like, from her perspective, she goes, this guy's trying to work it out with me, but then meanwhile, he's swiping left, swiping right, trying to find a new babe on Bumble. Okay, we're getting to a vomit.
7: And, and, and what she did was, yeah... But like in reality I wasn't I wasn't using it at Because, right? like I was just I just forgot it was there.
3: I'm gonna give you the benefit. I'd have to
7: explain that to her. But um what she did was she tailspinned it into, you know, plenty of reasons why she felt like it wasn't working out.
3: Ah. The kitchen sink is what I call that. The kitchen sink is what I call that. So essentially when you're uh you know, and I'm I'm probably the worst for it, so I feel like I've got a first-hand perspective. When you don't talk about things that are annoying you or bothering you, sometimes they blow up into a bigger conversation, and they, you know, everything but the kitchen sink, it comes out all at once because it's been manifest, or no, it's been festering for a while. Okay, so we're starting to make sense of this. Go on, Ari.
7: After after our fallout back in August, and so uh, that's it. We uh, we called it. Okay. I don't. I think we're done. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I uh, you know the last text that she sent me, I, I left it on red because I think I I think I want to, you know, take take this day and take the next few months to you know, reflect and really like, I guess, uh, I'll continue.
3: Yeah. Well, who knows how that conversation went, right? Where everything comes out and all of a sudden it gets spun into like a whole different problem or fight or whatever. I can see I can see first of all, if if a girl if a girl's friend calls her and says, Hey, your boyfriend's on bumble right now, I can understand why she's mad. Also, like I'm buying what you're selling here. I do buy that you didn't know or remember that it was on your phone. Again, I'm skeptical because I don't know the layout of your phone. But sounds like we've reached a resolution here, or at least a conclusion. So we'll see where this goes.
7: Okay, um, just it put a bow on it? It's done. It's done. Hmm. Like it's not, I don't think that it's gonna, it's gonna like come
3: back. You never know, right? You're a young guy, Ari. Um, maybe it is, maybe it's done forever or maybe it's one of those, if you love them, set them free kind of situations. And you know, some life happens and you end up getting back together down the line, you know? I am a person where I don't like burning bridges with people. Um my exes like and and I would even just my misses upstairs as I'm recording this, she would acknowledge it because I'm just honest with her. It's just I could I could go for a drink with any of my exes and have a great time because the way we ended everything was, you know, very adult like. So I don't know where you're at or what's the rest of this 45 seconds, but I hope you guys just leave it on a sense where it's just like, if if possible. Of course, sometimes there's times where it's just not possible, and it's just broken beyond repair. Even having like a cordial relationship. So I hope you can get to at least a cordial relationship. I guess is my point here.
7: Barring some miraculous change of heart, things happen. Either though. of us could be a Hail mary. But yeah, and so what I want to do is I want to. I think I said it in the first message. Um, I want to, like, really, like, you know, work on myself a little.
3: Yeah, you got to take a dip in Lake Ari, you know? Broaden your horizons. Grow as a person. Start meditating. All that shit. Get get fit. Get cut up. You know? You break up. You get all shredded. That's how it goes.
7: And try to be more mature in a relationship. That's and fair. I don't think I was that.
3: That's very self-aware of you, Ari. I'm proud of you for saying that.
7: I made mistakes. I'm willing to acknowledge that, right? So I want to take this time to, you know, focus on myself, my school, my university work. And yeah, that's
3: pretty much it. (laughs) You're a young guy. You're still in university. You got lots of time. So, I mean, I know this isn't help when you're going through heartbreak, but like, you know, you'll get there. You might meet a a fantastic girl in your psych class, or I don't even know what you're taking or, but I just threw out a, you know, you might, you might. I got an
2: idea. Why don't you get back on Bubble and try to swipe right on that friend that knocked you out? I say you get back at her. I say you get back at her by dating all of her friends.
3: Satan, that's very irresponsible of you to say. How dare you do that? Next message.
0: Now, I know you've been loving this shit right here. Let's go. B-L-T-N. Biscuit is right here.
3: Mmm, yes.
0: People in the house, put your hands in the air. Because if you don't care, then we don't care. Um, What's that, a quick one? <laughs> oh, I've got a text message. <laughs> Never mind. i can't hear that on the fucking voicemail.
3: How dare you tease me with Roland and not give me the rest of it. Come on, Dukes. Because I know you'll be loving this shit right here. Man, I grew up in like Limp Biscuits peak that was when I was in nineteen ninety nine would have been Woodstock. I would have been just going into high school. I'm like, come on, that was the peak biscuit era. Come on.
0: Message for all the broken hearts that seem to be uh popping their heads up late, mate. Look you know, all the all the shitty stereotypical things people say, Oh, you know, your better thing is to come, all that kind of stuff, you know. It's all-
3: I literally just said that. <laughs>
0: loved and just appreciate the experience and all that <laughs> shit it's it's exactly what you don't want to hear right now but at the end of the day unfortunately it is actually true that
3: oh i thought dukes was i thought dukes was going to take a left on me there and go that's not good advice but he is right though nobody wants to hear that in the moment for sure two thousand percent like
0: man i'm sure all of us have have gone through you know all of us older people I've gone through, you know, could tell you plenty of stories about the one that got away and all this and that, and the ones that fucking should have been, never was, the ones you fumbled and all that sort of shit, um, you know. But at the end of the day, I just want you to, like, just, just breathe, just, you know, you've still got your health, there's still plenty more fish in the sea, but most importantly, your life could be much worse. You could be donkey volley
2: what is this garbage podcast you're running lately who are you giving out dating advice like you know what the fuck you're talking about get out of here bag milk
3: you suck all right (laughs) i don't know what's going on here we're just we're being vulnerable and open in the voicemail i like it again going back to the two-day planning meeting as we're working through the alfa romeo of edmonton voicemail um part of that two days was kind of, there's a personal growth element to it and just being vulnerable. And I just, I said, one of the things that I'm most proud of, of the last year is the community that we're building here together on Better Late Than Ever. Just, this is where the voicemail has evolved to. It's, it's, I mean, as much as it's sad for you guys to be going through like heartbreak, I got to say, I love it. I love where we're going here. I love that we're growing together and we're all doing it together. Vo- uh, Ari's checking in Dukes is giving advice I'm giving horrible advice It's great, I love it
2: I am sold The will of thousand. Oh, not this fucking guy again One of the five Yum God Second only to the darkness Itself The taken king, king Oryx the Witch Queen, Solitude, the Hive God of New will Zivoran. And you're listening to Better Week Than Ever with bag Milk. Well at least Zole gave you a plug this time. Normally that guy just calls us all assholes. At least this time he did something productive for the podcast, so I gotta appreciate that.
3: You are right, Satan. Normally Zole just kinda tells us all off and calls us idiots, but today he gave me a, like something I could maybe use as a bumper.
2: Very nice of him if you ask. Maybe he's growing. Maybe he's maybe this witch hunt for whose Zol the Will of Thousands is is really starting to track him down. He wants to be a better part of the community.
3: Why are you being so helpful right now, Satan? I don't know, I'm turning a leaf. Anyway, there's all the will of thousands. What's up next? Another anonymous message.
4: He opened the book here, we're
0: out here. Me and my buddy JR. JR, say what's up to the camera, man.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we're out here <laughs> looking for the hood rats now. What the,
3: what the fuck? <laughs> what's going on? We got a, I had another one of these the last week, and I just. Who's doing this? You're editing bits that are too good for this show, frankly. i got to back it up so I can respect the art.
0: He opened the buck here. We're out here. Me and my buddy JR. JR, say what's up to the camera, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're out here looking for the hood rats now. Shaquanda, the motherfucker got away from me. We're going to get that fucking heifer. She's trying to get me for about 20 more percent of child support, and I'm not having that. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Tell me if you see her now. There's something
2: there. Wait, right there. Oh, there Where she is. At? Where are you at, Shaquan? Get it. Get her, her. Tim Buck. Whoa, this get her.
3: <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Right there. Where you at, motherfucker? <laughs> What is that? What just happened? I know that's a bit, and it's a shtick, and you know it's obviously fictional, but like, what the fuck? (laughs) Is that from a movie or something? Somebody help me out here. What's happening? Hello, this is Oilers legend Bogdan Yakimov Hmm. here to tell you about the Rogers Raptor Red Event. The Rogers Raptor. How dare you! How dare you bring up the name of Bogdan Yakimov and then play the Rogers-Raptor-Red event? That is garbage. Now, I've got two voicemails coming up here, the Alvaro Romeo of Edmonton voicemail from Owen, and it just says, Drunk Owen. He sent me a message on Instagram saying, hey, I, uh, you might want to check the messages that I left you because I was pretty hammered the other day when I left him. I was like, you know the rules. If they're bad, I'll just cut them out and post and nobody will know you left them, but... We'll see how these go. Drunk Owen, I've got two of these totaling just over a minute and a half.
6: What the fuck is up, (laughs) bank (laughs) help?
3: Well, we're starting off good.
6: So this is my second time trying this. My phone accidentally um, slept the last time, so I'm going to turn off my low power mode so it doesn't sleep. Um, What did I talk about? Oh, yeah. So like Ava. Oh, shit. I said her name.
3: Oh, we know the girl's name. Should I bleep that? Yeah, nobody knows. Fuck, I did that in the last one, too.
6: Anyway, um, the girl, she, she sent me, like... It's Owen, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if I said that already. Um, She sent me, like... A,
3: don't worry, Owen is of legal drinking age. At least that he told me. I haven't been checking IDs, though, mind you. Uh, Please drink responsibly.
6: I'm 20 fucking... Or 12, sorry. Drunk snaps last night, and... Um, yeah, so now I'm doing the same thing to her, and it's probably a really bad idea. I <laughs> Are have you a sending lot of drinks, like 18 drinks.
3: 18 drinks, that's too many. Don't drink that much.
6: Um, I just Are you sending dong? They're home, and the world is spinning, and um, yeah.
3: Are you sending dong, Owen? Don't send drunken dong.
2: You should send Drunken Dog.
3: The best time to send a picture of your schmeckle is when you're hammered, you know? That's what everybody says. Don't listen to Satan. Don't listen to him.
2: What are you guys talking about?
3: Quads, you're not old enough for this. Back to Owen.
6: Sorry, bad enough. That was probably really stupid and was going to make <laughs> terrible content. I'm very drunk right now and I apologize. <laughs> um oh yeah you wanted an update so yeah the update is she sent me a bunch of drunk snaps and then i sent her a bunch of drunk snaps and then now i'm here um we've been snapping a lot and talking a lot which i think is a really bad idea <laughs> but i don't know
3: uh the classic repeater you know when you had a couple cocktails and you just keep going around in circles over and over and over again saying the same thing oh <laughs> uh, and i'm gonna save you from yourself here I'm just gonna move on to the next one. <laughs> ah. Romeo of Edmonton encourages responsible drinking and designated drivers.
6: This is my last voicemail bag, yok, know, like I promise. Um, so you know, I'm not a big beer guy. Like I like beer, I'll drink it, but it's not my favorite thing.
3: You're still young. When I was eighteen, I didn't really I drank beer for the utility of it, not because I liked it.
6: I've recently, I'm like Tyler, dude, the Bud Light sodas, so good.
3: No, they're terrible. But
6: I've recently discovered Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, my that God. That stuff is fucking unreal.
3: You are talking like a 18-year-old that is just kind of getting into your drinking career. Because you, like, when I was your age, I'd be like, oh, Mike's Hard, these are fucking good. Like, I can drink a 1,000 of these. And now at 38, if I drink a bunch of Mike's Hard Lemonades, I'm not leaving my bed for two years because of how much sugar are in those.
6: Man, that shit doesn't even taste like alcohol. It's literally just sparkling lemonade. And I could drink it all night long, which is kind of what I did. I bet you felt like shit in the morning. I'll tell you that much. And now I've had a lot of drinks, and I'm very drunk. And yeah, probably probably bad content. I probably don't.
3: <laughs> you said that in the last one. I'll just save you from yourself here, Owen. <laughs> uh. I encourage
2: all of our listeners to leave drunken voicemails, you know? Why not? Just open up and let it all out. Why not? The best decisions you could ever make are putting yourself on a recording with your hammer.
3: It's like the last episode of BLTN that we recorded in LA last last year. You'll never hear it, but we thought we were great. We thought we were great.
2: I'm still standing after all this time, looking like a true survivor, looking like a little kid. Oh, no. This is the donkey, obviously, because that was rubbish. Anyway, I'm not scared about these fly-by-night idiots from abroad. Yes, let's go. Let's get a bit of the Bee Gees going.
3: Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> the Bee Gees, eh? I'll get down with the Bee Gees. We played this game over the weekend uh the, the squad that was down on the nation leadership kind of the planning meetings and uh it was kind of like headbands i wish i could knew it i wish i knew what it was called i should call tyler but it was just an interesting game and one of them was you had to guess song titles title and artist by not saying the title obviously it's it kind of like a taboo kind of thing so man we had a lot of fun but i feel like donkey volley you got a taste in music where you would have excelled at this game. I needed you, pal should have zoomed you in by the way, donkey volley admittedly, not, uh, the most, what did he say? Not the most technical, technologically savvy guy. He figured out zoom so that we can get on this zoom call with he Dukes and I, so I'm going to Vancouver this weekend, but then it gets back into kind of regular season mode. So we're going to make this happen. Don't think I forgot boys don't think i forgot
2: oh yeah let's go
3: (laughs) 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 that's dumb and probably entertaining only to me but you know what doesn't matter that's what this podcast is about if i'm entertained by it that's really all that matters i bought all this shit and i can record whenever i want you know Working through the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail, another anonymous caller, what say you?
2: Do you find yourself scratching in
3: inopportune moments? Yes.
2: Do you find yourself scratching your face when faced by other people? Often. What you need is better late than never's new face oil. Hmm. It might not be good, but it might be crap, but fucking hell, it's better than sausage.
3: What kind of sausage? I'm going to push back on that. What kind of sausage?
7: Are you heartbroken? <laughs> Just broken up? Are you having trouble finding the one? Uh-huh. Well, you've come to the right place. That's with right. Bagmill's mediocre dating advice. Mm-hmm. You too can solve all your romantic problems. Just send in a voicemail with all your inquiries, and Bagmill will give you his best advice on what to do next.: That's right. Hey it may be mediocre, but it sure is effective. At least 50 percent satisfaction guaranteed. You're listening to Better late than ever.
3: There you go. Got some fresh bumpers coming in. I like this squad. Ari leaving a bumper for my mediocre dating advice. Maybe I'll just set up a dating life advice segment. You know, Duke's actually had the idea in our group chat on Instagram that maybe life advice with Duke's and donkey volley might be something we should try. And I'm open to it. I'm open to it. I just got to figure out how how we would make it work. Maybe I'd have to send the guys questions in advance and then they could send me something back in return that I could play on the podcast We'll workshop it.
0: Listeners, we have a choice to make.
3: Are you on the toilet? Because the echo on your phone makes me believe that you're on the toilet.
0: This election, we can choose to vote for a man who promotes dog oil, despite not owning a dog. (laughs) A man who wants to force Ben and other 13-year-olds into child labor (laughs) to distribute print media, Hmm. which is irrelevant. 2023. Uh A man who would rather camp on a beach in England than face me in a debate. A man who probably does a bunch of other shit that we, you know, is weird or just like that I could use for slander. (laughs) I guess we could also choose to vote for Ben. But I think we can do (laughs) that. I think we can vote for someone who continues to get drunk during the week Hmm. and leave ridiculous voicemails that aren't related to a fucking thing.
3: That is important.
0: A man who named his dog Gretzky. Also important. A man who has no right to be president, but (laughs) probably should anyway. Yeah. I can promise you that I am not owned by big dog oil like my competitor and i will strive to change absolutely fucking nothing because this position is insignificant vote dukes
3: wow how about the production value in that one duke's stepping up his game he wants you to vote for him in the uh whatever this election is going to be he wants you to vote for him and he's working on his uh what do you call that his campaign ads bryce what do you got to say the Alfa Romeo voice, the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail rolls on.
4: ABM, hey, what's up, buddy? Got something not too, not too happy about. All right, hit me. Now it's sports fourteen forty up on the air. Mm-hmm. Pretty happy about that. Got our local sports fix. Yep, and all that. But uh, you know, I do some traveling for work, and in the states here and there. And actually, right now I'm in. Bellingham, Washington. Pretty cool little town. Lots of breweries and whatnot. Actually drove down to Seattle last night to catch the Mariners game. That's sick. Great, great time. Uh, but go to do some work and I go to stream Sports 1440 on my computer. And that's a no-go. Not able to listen to the station while I'm out of the country. So... That blows. Do you even have the apps? I'm not sure if that's ever going to change due to, I know, broadcasting rates and all that, but
3: not too happy about it. Not too happy. Yeah, I don't blame you, Bryce. Do you have the apps? So Sports 1440, you can also find it through the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to The Gregor Show directly on our YouTube page, the Others Nation YouTube page, and Radio Player Canada will always, um, it'll have it on there, and it'll be clear signal. I just don't know if you can listen to it down in the States, but you can definitely watch the Gregor show on our YouTube page for sure. Bryce, what else are you got to say?
4: Hey, big no. Following up on the last voicemail. Go ahead. I guess, I guess I could probably just use a VPN
3: or a new VPN to stream. Ah, there's answering my questions. All right. I wonder if, but get back to me if that's about the app. Cause I'm curious. Cause I want to see if I can find a solution for you guys. Cause that's honestly something that uh, probably we hadn't considered considered or really thought about.
4: No. Um, but more so wine to keep keep you posted that Arby's is alive and well here, man. Yeah, it is. I drive down the road, I see, like, I I probably saw about, I don't know, five or six on the way to Seattle. And it's about a, an hour and a bit of a drive. But, man, they're everywhere. Hell, yeah. you can even buy the Arby's sauce in, in Walmart here. So... Hopefully, hopefully uh, we keep getting more popping up in uh, Edmonton and area and all that.
3: Arby's are disappearing. It makes me scared because I know that down in the States, they are absolutely jumping. Now, the parent company of Arby's just bought Subway. And if you can think about how, how many Subway locations there are, I'm hoping that means there's going to be more Arby's distribution as well. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. Ari, you are all over this voicemail to get uh, today, so why not give us another one?
7: Happy Wednesday, happy podcast day, back mm, Thank you. Um, so this is the update voicemail.
3: We're getting all the updates from Ari here, and I'm excited to see where this goes. Last one, if you uh, you know if you can't remember, four and a half minutes ago, Ari said it was done.
7: So what have I been doing for the past week? Uh, I have I drowned myself in the gym for like four days straight. That boy getting straight. a pump in. And also my university coursework.
3: Were you working on the glam muscles or were you doing a full body workout? That's what I want to know.
7: Just the arms,
3: you know? Tighten up the
7: t-shirt sleeves a little bit. Simons. So that's what I've been doing on that front. Feeling good, by the way. Uh, On the other side of things, i made it at a point not to speak with her. And we haven't spoken since uh, Wednesday last week. So I haven't engaged with it. Until this morning, when Uh I woke up, and to see that she called me at 1 a.m.
3: Ah, the drunk dial.
7: dial. I messaged her right after, and I said, hey, what's going on? Like, was that on purpose? And she said, yeah, I was, but never mind. And then she, and then I said, all right. Then she left me on red. since then. So from the looks of it, it doesn't look like it's over yet, but we'll see. Right? You never know. Uh, Thanks, Babel Milk. Love the podcast. See you next week.
3: Young love, you know. That's what I'm learning on these last couple of weeks of podcasts. Just We got young love. We're dealing with it. We're working through it together. If you're listening to this right now and you've got advice for the boys, of course, we're talking about Ari. We're talking about Owen. Leave it in the voicemail. Ladies, I know you're listening to this. Chime in with your side of it as well. I'd like to hear from the ladies on this one. I'd like to know what the boys can do a little bit differently. I'd like to know what the boys are, what you're thinking about these situations as you're hearing me. Elsie, YG, I know you're listening. I need you to chime in. I need, a, I need a woman's perspective here. And my missus will not appear on the podcast. So she doesn't want to. I don't blame her. It's not very good.
5: So, BM, on the Phantom episode of the Real Life Podcast, um, I say Phantom because someone uploaded the DFO Rundown.
3: Tyler did that.
5: Instead of real life, which I got to say, that's the biggest honey dick move I've ever seen. <laughs> um, no offense to Gregor, Sarah Volley.
3: It's you know, a different vibe. It's huh? not the
5: real life podcast. The mm-hmm. real life podcast is incredible. The DFO rundown. Can't admit. Um, but on that episode, <laughs> in the clip I saw on Instagram, uh, the conversation topic was, what is something you would bring from Rexall Place and put it in Rogers' place. Good now question. I really can't speak from experience. I've never went to an Oilers game at Rexall Place.
3: Boo.
5: Uh, oh, I've been an Oilers go. fan my whole life. Just never went. Yeah, been to Oilers games in Calgary. Um, my first Oilers home game was two years ago. Um, the yeah, but um, as an outsider, or not an outsider, but as someone who didn't experience Rexall Place, what I think they need to bring back is the oil, Derek. Um, I know that's a pretty common answer. But uh, the oil derrick, that's classic. Like that should just be a basic requirement for a sports team. Like I get they come out of the bench and oh, the Oilers. Oh, them coming out from under the derrick was just special. It's just so- different. It's different. Um, and the-
3: my favorite part about the derrick was when it almost hit somebody when the cable snapped and it started swinging. <laughs> you can see the oil derrick. It's in. It's now in uh, Fort Hall at Rogers Place. You can see it. You can walk under it yourself. You can uh, put a jersey on, run under it, pretend you play for the others. That's what I recommend doing. Nick, you are the last message on the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail this week. Thank you, Milk.
5: Since everyone's pointing and asking you dating advice, I want to throw my hat in the ring because I'm in a situation.
3: All right. I didn't know that I was going to be offering dating advice all the time, but that's what I'm here for. If you need
2: me, just let me know. Tap me in. And
5: And I want to see what your opinion on it is. Sure. Um, So a little bit of context. My ex-girlfriend broke up with me like two months ago. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like a week and a half, two weeks ago, I figured, you know what? It's been long enough. Let's get back out there. So I download Tinder, you know, start matching.
3: Tinder sucks. Maybe it's just because I'm a little bit older than you guys but like, fuck, of all the dating apps that I was on, or the ones that are just available, I was on all of them at one point. And Tinder is by far the worst. It fucking sucks. The swiping left and right, it is what it is. But like I, if you're wanting to actually meet somebody, my recommendation would be to use Hinge. You could use a little bit of personality. You can make a joke. You can comment on a on, on a prompt or you can comment on a photo. Don't be creepy. But you can engage a little bit of personality. That's my advice. Anyway, back to you.
5: Uh, match with this girl. Uh, she was 18. I'm 21. So, you know, three years. Uh So then, you know, we go out, uh, we get along. Okay. Nothing crazy. Uh, it wasn't like instant connection, but it wasn't bad. Um, I begged milk. I made a mistake. Uh, (laughs) the reason she was on Tinder was she wanted to have a a first experience. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to say what that experience is because Ben listens to this podcast. Oh no. But I fell for, I fell for it. And I did that thing with her. Oh, and then not only was it the first time doing that, she had never kissed a man before. Oh, and no. now she's gone fully crazy. She texts me all the time.
3: Oh, dude. She won't
5: leave me alone. No. And I'll be honest, I don't really like her.
3: Oh, um, fuck. Nick.
5: Yet I still slept with her. I don't know why. Um, but beg milk, Is there any way, I think I just need to be honest with her. Tell her I don't really like her. And I'm sorry. But is there any way that I don't look like a dick?
3: The answer is no, because you you kind of were a dick. Is the answer, and maybe you don't want to hear that from me right now. But the answer is you kind of were. The the you know the stereotypes that you've seen the meme. Guys only want one thing, and it's fucking disgusting. Like obviously, we put the Stanley Cup and shit. We make fun of that, but like you kind of you kind of exemplified that meme, my guy. What you have to do is be honest with her. You have to have a conversation with her. You owe her that. Again, ladies, when you're listening to this, please chime in here. I'd love to hear your perspective on this, but my thought, Nick, is you kind of were a dick and you have to own it. You have to be honest with the girl and you can't string her along because this is going to break her heart, probably. And that's a really tough spot to be in because you kind of thought about you, not so much about her. And... Setting up for disaster, my guy. It really kind of is. So I feel for you. I understand to be young and to get out there and try and, you know, like you said, you just broke up with your girlfriend a couple of months ago and you want to get back out there. So you're trying to, like, be around and see people and meet people and date around, and I get all that. But what you owe them, the girls that you're meeting, is one, to be respectful of them, and two, to be honest. And I think that's the move here. Because... The reality was you kind of were a dick kind of were, but if you're honest, if you explain yourself and you allow her more importantly to say her piece in this, that's the only path forward. Not great advice. Again, I need to hear from some females. I need to hear from some of the other fellas here. Chime in, in the voicemail for next week about what can go on with my, my boys here. I've got Owen. I've got Ari and I've got Nick all looking for dating advice. Am I the one to give it? Probably not. But here we are. And that's how we're going to wrap up the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. What a show today. What a show. The Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Chime on in. The link is in all my social bios. Hi, my name is bagmilk on Instagram, JSB Bag Milk on Twitter. Go check it out. It's in the link tree. And if you want to go check out what they've got at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, which of course I encourage you to do, alfaromeoedmonton.ca, alfaromeoedmonton.ca. We're going to wrap up the podcast. It's nine o'clock. I want to eat. Me Misses Mrs. bought me a sub and I want to eat it. So I'm gonna cut this off and I'm gonna say goodbye. I'm gonna thank the Audio Department, SYC Brewing, Trilogy Allfield Rentals, Alpha Romeo of Edmonton, and my friends at Betway for making this all possible. Most importantly, all of you for listening and chiming in. And wow. What else can I say? What else can I say? This podcast is evolving. This podcast is definitely evolving.